everyone and welcome to the launch of Moira. First of all, let me please welcome everybody to Georgetown and to the GTLF 2021. It is really a wonderful thing to see you here, all of you gathered here to have some of our writers here. As you all know, this has been a very difficult two years for the GTLF and for, of course, the entire country, for art festivals everywhere and for literary festivals everywhere. Um, we're just thankful and grateful that there is this chance to have a small hybrid session for GTLF 2021. Um, our theme, as you know, is microcosmos, and it is in a way this kind of small world that we create together. That's one of the things that entered our minds when we curated um, this festival this year. Um, and we didn't expect that we could have a physical festival in any form. So we thank all of you for making it happen, for coming out and actually giving life to the festival. We hope that this is a way just to kambalikan semangat, you know, to, to revive and renew our spirits and hopefully things will get better that we can gather next year and in the years to come for a proper GTLF. So thank, first of all, thank you all very much for making this happen. And thank you for joining us this evening for a very special occasion um, as some of you may know, last year was the 10th anniversary of the Georgetown Literary Festival. And because everything was online um, in a very unprecedented way, and we had actually no time to plan, and we had no chance to celebrate. And so this year, even though we were forced to go online again, um, the curatorial team decided that we should mark the 10th anniversary in some way. And after much discussion, we decided that one of the ways to um, to create a, a sense of physicality and a sense of gathering that was actually absent for most of us was to come up with a publication. And so we decided to invite our dear friends and collaborators, um, Swara, who I'm sure many of you know, Hafiz and Badrul, um, to join me and Yisruddin to put together an anthology, a journal, a book, whatever you want to call it. Um, and it is called Moira, which we are launching today. And I have today with me my co-editors. Um, it's four of us, and I'm really happy that actually this team, um, it, that it was these three other people working with me on this journal because they're all um, very experienced, uh, wonderful writers in their own right, and very experienced editors as well. Um, just very briefly, we had two editors working on the English, which was me and Badrul, and we had two editors working on the Malay, which was Hafiz and Izudin. Um, I'm going to actually just invite them to discuss maybe some of the ideas and some of the process of putting this journal together. Yeah, so maybe I can start with, maybe Izudin because, and this is going to be a bilingual uh, discussion like the journal, which is mostly bilingual, but actually quite multilingual as well. We have uh, not just English and Malay, but we also have some work from Vietnamese, which was translated into English. We have a work um, from Dari Persian, which was translated into English, from German. Um, what else do we have? What other languages do we have in the pages? English and Malay. Yes. Oh, and we have Macedonian also, yes, which was translated also into English. So it's a very um, multilingual journal that that features some writers who have been at the Georgetown Literary Festival. Um, three of them have given lectures at the Georgetown Literary Festival the last time we had a physical festival in 2019. 
Um, and we also invited many young writers to write as well. So maybe I can start with uh, Hafiz too, <laughs> to um, yes. give some of his pengalaman. Apa yang nak tahu tu? Ya, mungkin pengalaman dalam projek ini. Macam mana kita kita I think itulah. Pertama sekali kami tergerak atau terfikir untuk buat projek ini pada tahun 2019 dekat Georgetown Literary Festival sendiri. Sebab hampir waktu itu 10 tahun GTLF tapi Antara benda yang saya secara peribadi uh, uh, dapati adalah agak susah untuk kita akses apa-apa teks atau syarahan yang pernah disampaikan sepanjang 10 tahun itulah. Uh, untuk saya itu satu benda yang rugi sebab kita uh, GTLF dah dapat anjurkan satu festival uh, bahasa dan sastra yang agak apa, yang konsisten, yang sangat konsisten setiap tahun. Tapi tak ada satu macam Uh, dokumentasi punya produk yang kita boleh rujuk selepas pada tiap-tiap hujung minggu, tiap-tiap tahun tu lah maksudnya habis forum, habis festival, semua hilang hanya kebelakangan ni lah, dua tahun kebelakangan ni sebab akan pandemik apa semua dan barulah ada benda macam ni lah, hybrid uh, FB live, ada webinar punya session, so itu macam satu bentuk dokumentasi juga, sebab saya selalu mendapati benda-benda macam ni masalah lah. sebab kita buat benda tapi tak dirakamkan tak dikumpulkan dengan dengan sewajarnya jadi agak membazir dekat situ so sebab itulah kita fikir uh, untuk usulkan kita cuba buatlah satu penerbitan yang saya fikir sangat kena pada masanya satu sedekat GTLF dan hasilnya sejak Julai kita buat inilah dia yang kita lancarkan hari ni silakan itu je Izudin atau Badrun nak tambah sikit? Okay, um, thanks uh, Pauline. Uh, I'll try to do this in, in both Malay and English as well. So I mean the point that you mentioned just now, I, I thought about that That was my first point. Lah. Then you could kind of like explain on that Please already. Expand. But yeah, Please we, expand. we started thinking about having um, uh, the book, uh, the, the journal, Muara, uh, since last year because uh, we wanted to, again, you know, uh, to to have something physical because 2020 was um, everything, I mean, the, the Georgetown Literary Festival, I mean, we did everything online. So it was, I think, around 30, you know, podcast sessions online. And then I was actually not so keen on f- uh, having, you know, fully online f- online festival. And then I was, I mean, both Pauline and I were like a bit, a bit tired at that time. And then we started thinking of, you know, we, sh- we should, we should start doing this publication. And... Also, I think uh, that's that's partly the reason why we started that. But um, I I love physicality of books, you know, reading reading books as as you all are, right? Um, I mean, knowing Svara as well, working not directly working with Svara, but I've been involved in I guess writing, printing books, articles. So you know, it's all physical. So then, yeah, I think uh, that's why we. Came up with that. I mean, the first idea was to not all of us. I think this is a quite difficult, uh, I guess, work if you have four editors. I think. Uh, I mean, I should mention that. Like, I think we should discuss about it later. Uh, I mean, first, I think last year we we were thinking of um, just give it to Swara to do it, right? So either Bart or Hafiz to be the the main editor, and then yeah, we started to notice that after that. I mean the 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 work is is fine, but 
um, I mean, you have four minds, I guess, right? You know, four different kind of writers, you know, different interests as well. So I think that's also a challenge if I want to mention it now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you can elaborate that as well. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all for now. Yeah. Maybe Bud can talk about that yeah. as well. The editing process. Yeah. What was it like working with all of us? Be I just normally say yes to whatever. <laughs> Even the whole thing, and they say, "Oh, I want to do this again. Why not?" Um, but I guess from uh, at least from my personal involvement in this, it's more because uh, I've never been involved with DigitalF prior. Um, but in Svara, we've always once we um, hit the second year. We already discussed about um, expanding our publications other than the journal, and we were thinking of coming of um, um, publishing a book, which we were still figuring out what it would be, whether it would be something that is an old um, publication that we will republish, or something new, or something um, something else. I mean, we haven't. We, we were still thinking about it, and then I think it was during that time uh, Pauline and Isudin sort of uh, approached us with this idea. So. We, it felt it was a good timing. Um, it felt that something that we were comfortable to do also because uh, Hafiz and Nazir have been part of GTL before this. Um, so that's how we got involved with it. And in terms of what uh, Zudin was saying, <laughs> for minds uh, editing one book, um, I guess the whole idea was actually to get the workload off. That was the main idea of having four people um, because we were also thinking about chasing quite a short window that we had from the idea and then uh, the target of public, pu publishing this. Um, but of course, um, being able to share the burden also comes with being um, having to sort of compensate with each other. I mean, not compensating, I would say, but trying to find a good synergy. I've only worked with Hafiz before, never worked with Izudin, although I've known you for a long time uh, and Pauline. But, at least we didn't fight, <laughs> so that was a good thing, I guess. Uh, but for me, it's a learning process because I've never edited a book. This is my first experience. Uh, so when I said I just say yes, it, it's kind of true. I tend to like take cue and learn from all the other three who have more experience in uh, editorial than, than me. So, yeah. I think it was good in terms of division of labor because at least we could kind of broadly divide the work, labor, but at the same time, having four editors is also also online. We had to do all our meetings online, and that was actually, I think, quite tiring. Even though, and at first it was very inspiring, but then of course, once you have to do all the actual editing and the proofreading and all of that, I think it got quite exhausting. I have to also mention Swana, who has put actually really coordinated everything, not just Mara, but the entire festival. So I really give her a hand of so. No, really, because it's only possible. Editors can only do so much. Someone actually has to really help in putting the entire thing together. And, so, and Swana was really wonderful at that. Um, also, we've worked, maybe we can talk a bit about how we even came up with the idea of the theme. It's not really a theme, but maybe even the title, Mara, you know, why? I mean, of I course, think I know. Maybe another thing that we should mention about why we have four editors is that we decided to publish it. Uh, it's bilingual. Is in in Malay and also in English. So, uh, so then Pauline and Bart handled the English one, and I decided to work with Hafiz for that. Yeah, I mean, I worked with Hafiz for Swara before. You know, he edited mine as well. Then I thought like it's easier uh, to just handle. Uh, never edited uh, English essays before, so I'm 
I guess more comfortable with Malay language, and then I also might have I have um, you know publication. It's called I should mention it maybe Swaranadi. So it's a Penang Institute publication. So I've been editing it, edit, editing the publication. So yeah, I think that's the reason why we have so many <laughs> so many editors. I guess. Yeah, because of the language we wanted to publish. I mean, deciding to have multiple language bilingual also a thing as well because. I think we have a kind of a tarik tali session as well. Like, should we do it in like fully in English or fully in Bahasa Malaysia? So yeah. Maybe um maybe I can ask Hafiz to also explain a bit about why we chose Mara as a title, as a theme, as a sense. Mara. So I think Mara. <laughs> Mora apa estuari estuari Mora untuk saya saya fikir itu macam melambangkan yang agak dekat sebenarnya dengan dengan the whole festival itself dengan Pulau Pinang sendiri jadi macam satu tempat yang bertemu untuk banyak benda jadi ah, dia macam bawa semangat yang tepat lah saya rasa dan kita dan idea awalnya untuk gunakan nama Mora tu dan dibawa ke tahun-tahun ke depan lah so the, the the image the semangat sangat sangat fitting dengan apa yang dibuat dan dijalankan selama 10 tahun GTLF ni lah rasa dan itu yang kita nak kekalkan dan kemudiannya benda tu the aspect tu kita terjemahkan pula ke dalam macam mana kita nak cari kandungan dan nak susun kandungan tu sendiri untuk mewakili idea atau perlambangan yang kita decide yang awal tu lah so um for those who don't speak malay also i the the idea of Mara. Mara is the Malay word for estuary, and that is something that I think many of us felt in kind of symbolizes the spirit of GTLF and the spirit of Penang. Um, it's kind of meeting place, and it's a place between the different elements, between sea and river, um, and it's a place that that things can enter and also go out. You can. It's the kind of connection point between one place and the rest of the world. And we really felt that GTLF is that kind of space. It's a space of meeting, the space of confluence, of um, gathering and exchange of ideas. And we wanted the book to be like that as well, to encapsulate that spirit of, um, of confluence. Yeah. Anything to add? I was thinking of a different name for, for the publication. It's, uh, I thought it's, it's Jandela. Basically, the, the, yeah, the digital app logo, it's, Windows, right? And then they thought it's quite cliche. And then also we have another, you know, Malaysia Jadela DBP. There's other publications already with that name. So that was, I mean, that that my idea. Like then we decided. I guess uh, because of we were thinking of um, we were both of us. I guess we do cosmopolitan, uh, cosmo microcosmos. I think so. The whole I think four or five months. So we are kind of like talking about. Uh, we should look forward, I guess. Like we don't have to talk so much about, you know, pandemic. And then I was, uh, I got. We should, you know, be more optimistic. I think. Uh, so Moara, for me personally, I think represents that. It's a, it's a place where you want to travel. I think it's just a place where you are ready there. You know, it's a port city, so it's Penang more or less like that as well. So. Yeah, if you want to relate that to microcosmos, then I guess Moara, why we decided to have Moara, then 
yeah, it's basically that that keywords lah. Do you want to add anything? Um, not on the name. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> um, perhaps what? Anything else? Any of you want to add? Perhaps talk about some of your favorite pieces. And I know we all edited kind of everything. And it, by the time it came to proofreading, we were all just proofreading everything because you know how proofreading is. You think you've got all the typos, and then of course the last proofread, you see everything that you've missed, and it was all a bit nightmarish. But nevertheless. I still think that each of us probably have some of our favorite pieces or the ones that maybe struck us as surprising or something. Favorite. 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 Tulisan-tulisan baru yang kita signkan kepada penulis lah. Kalau saya dalam sepanjang pengalaman menguruskan ni mungkin agak senang dan menarik saya fikir dari Ernie Alatjai sebab dia berceritakan tentang cengkeh, tentang politik Soeharto dengan apa? Kira JLC di Indonesia waktu Soeharto dengan cara yang paling santai, cara yang paling Bahkan untuk anak-anak kecil pun dia boleh tangkapkan imaginasinya itu tu yang saya suka tentang kerja Erni lah. Itu saya kalau kena pilih satu mungkin Erni punya piece tu. Translate piece. <laughs> so Erni uh, have said that um, one of the pieces that struck him was was the piece by Erni Alajai who is an Indonesian writer, uh, quite young actually, and but she also just won the Katulistu uh, um, award for for just last week or something like that, right? Um, but yeah, the, it's an essay, right? About, yes, it's an, about her novel. Um, yeah. But I, maybe Azizin wants to add to that because I think, no, no, you don't. I think <laughs> you liked that piece as well. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I, like, I like Annie because when I, Hafiz edited uh, Annie's piece, right? And then uh, I was the second editor for that piece. And yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, the first thing, my response when I finished reading the essay, I was I, no laughing maybe I was laughing I felt like Annie was it's like a children's story and then it's uh, uh, I think she's innocent I think the way she she write the story it's very everyday language it's about chunky uh, no everyday stories basically and you kind of like when you read it you can imagine where she is and then it's very personal I think yeah even though she talks about she she just discuss about her book right? uh, I mean. It's kind of a book review, but it's uh, I guess spectacular for me, lah. Ex extraordinary, lah. Uh, not like typical book review, I think. Yeah, because uh, the, she reviewed her book. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's different story. I think different experience when you you ha you review your own book, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I I, I agree with Hafiz. I like I like Ernie as well. Um, I translated um, uh, Elliot. Weinberger, we, then we published as the first essay in the book. Um, um, I've read so many times already, I guess, uh, Elliot Weinberger, uh, essay on uh, new trade routes of, of the world. And then that was uh, a, lecture, uh, a lecture delivered in 2000, 2019 GTLF, and then we never published that. So like I first mentioned just now, we wanted to I guess republish, uh, not republish, to publish essays that uh, we haven't published, like Elliot Gunawan Muhammad from 
Indonesia. So we have um, yeah, Gunawan and Elliot as well. It's a, it's a doorway for the book as well. Like uh, Elliot talks about world literature. So you travel from... Uh, I remember Elliot says, you know, you, like, he discussed about German literature. So you basically, German is very, I guess, uh, I don't know, cosmopolitan language. You, you enter German language and you come out to different kind of literature. So you entered German and then you found Malay, Malaysian literature, for example, American literature, like that. So I guess it's a good start to kind of uh, to, to, uh, to read the book, lah, you know, as a, as a starting. And it, then was you go actually, it was a to, seminal lecture that Elliot Weinberger, um, the great Elliot Weinberger, <laughs> essayist, translator, um, and a wonderful thinker. He, he was a guest at the GTLF in 2019, and he gave this lecture on, on world literature. And that was the one piece in the entire journal that we actually appears in both languages. The rest I of the I also like Regina. Regina. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I like, um, you know, office politics. You know, she, wrote, she wrote about it. You know, museum, it's about museum, and then I think it's a office politics, you know, like Malay politics in the office, right? So you have all those uh, fighting in the office, I like her. Well. Yeah. Uh, I actually, I like Bud's piece because it gives a very interesting um, insight into, an unexpected insight into Penang. Yeah, Bud can talk about that later, but go and read Bud's piece because it, it's quite interesting. It's, it, we have a few pieces that speak specifically about Penang. Um, Bud's was one of them and I think they're, they're all kind of not the usual Penang story, you know? They're something that is kind of, yeah, unexpected. And uh, we'll let you read it, get your copy and read Bud's essay. What did you like? I'm best? not gonna <laughs> say my favorite one because I don't no. have a favorite one, but I, I wanna talk a little bit about um, how we try to sort of, um, what's the English word, susun? Arrange, <laughs> arrange the, the, the pieces because um, we have uh, the initial idea of sort of having a book that sort of um, speaks the history of the festival itself, speaks a little bit of Penang itself and uh, covers a wide range of writers from different countries that has been somewhat involved, which in the end having a really, really diverse uh, not only um, topic, but even the emotions of the pieces. One piece is really angry, and Fazal Tehrani's piece is so angry. Uh, and then you have something that is so sort of reflective and really, you know, um, deep in a way. So the idea of how we would sort of try to arrange the, the, the emotional art as a reader when we start reading the the first piece and going through the next. I think that was one of the things that we had a, quite a long time sort of to, to discuss on how to final, finalize the, 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 the arrangement. So if you guys want to talk about that. Um, I think after Elliot, so Elliot kind of starts the book, but I think that I really wanted to put the Vietnamese poet as the second um, writer who you read because, and of course you can read her in translation, in English translation by Caitlin Reese, but it's three poems that really capture a sense of, of Moira, of an estuary and like the sea, the seascape and, and a lot of that imagery was very much of the sea, so I really wanted that that's why I put her as a second because I think it's a good entryway into the the element of, of sea and seaside yeah. 
But yeah. yeah, as you said, there are a lot of, and actually many of them are here. So besides writers, we also featured many translators. And that's something that I think we've always wanted to feature um, in a major way at GTLF is that the art of translation is also, as much as writing, also a creative act. And we have many of the translators actually here. Adriana translated that angry piece by Faisal. Um, Amin translated um, two wonderful poems by Masuma Tabakoli from, from Dari Persian. Um, who are, yeah, Mustakim, where's Mustakim? Mustakim translated from the English um, two poems by Nikola Mazirov, a Macedonian poet. So we have a really wonderful range of translators as well. I translated two, three poems by Georg Krakel, the German poet. Um, yeah, what, perhaps, Hafiz, Tamba, anything about translation? What translation? Anything? Anything, Pulagia? Sebab kita pun, the decision to buat separate English and Malay itu pun, I think kalau untuk saya personally ada satu satu uh, fasa dalam menyusun ini cukup jelas bahawa dan melegakan saya dengan Din sebab kita rasa kandungan bahasa Melayu tu lebih solid. Yeah. <laughs> Betul. Nah, itu yang untuk saya agak melegakan sebab biasanya even kalau dalam festival fizikal sendiri pun dia akan didominasi atau dipelopor oleh perbincangan ataupun hasil kerja dalam bahasa Inggeris kebanyakannya. Tapi dengan cara dari awal kita bergerak tu saya dah memikirkan macam mana nak mengimbangkan semua ni sebab nak tunjuk juga ideanya bukan hanya kita kita meraihkan yang luar ni tapi kita nak juga yang luar ni melihat juga kita. Itu itu cara pandang saya dari agak dari sebelum dengan projek ni lah bila kita tengok GTLF, kita tengok Penang, ideanya selalu kita meraihkan orang luar which is okay, tak ada masalah itu tapi dalam banyak keadaan juga saya nak tunjuk juga apa yang kita ada untuk tawarkan kepada keluarga dan itu yang kita dari awal kita cuba buat dan sampai ke sudah saya rasa kita mampu berpuas hati dengan kandungan bahasa Melayunya dan seperti yang kita dapat tengok kemudiannya lah yang dalam disusun dalam ni lah itu satu sisi yang saya rasa menarik That's true. At one point there was a small crisis because suddenly the Malay content was a lot stronger than the English. <laughs> there was one then we actually had to, to recurate. Yeah, we had to recurate a few things in the English uh, part. Dan of saya it. yang pointed that out kepada tim English. <laughs> But actually I think it's quite natural. I mean in some ways because we did have a few um, writers who we had invited to write in the English who who couldn't or had previous commitments or what pulled out at the last minute actually some of them and some of them it was actually because the pandemic had just thrown them into a state in which they couldn't write that was part there's a reality that we had to deal with is that some people just felt I would love to write but I can't so we actually had to re recalibrate our, our editorial decisions at that point but yes I also want to mention um, our, our partners who have supported us in this uh, in the production of this journal. They're also our longtime uh, supporters of the GTLF, but the Goethe Institute, of course, our longtime partners of the Goethe Institute, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the Canadian High Commission, who has always been so supportive. Actually, Esther herself wrote an essay. Um, it's an important anniversary next year for the Canadian High Commission in Malaysia and so and Canada and Malaysia relations and so there's an essay about that in the book and and about the
Canada's um, approach to art and to culture and to literature, which is really wonderful to read about. Um, and also the other um, partner who supported this project in particular was the Japan Foundation. Um, and they supported, there is a book review by Rebecca Ilham on uh, Sayaka Murata, if I'm not mistaken, yeah? Yeah, so, and also I, I appreciate that all of our partners were very open and excited, as excited about the project as we are and were. Um, so thank you so much for all for just being part of the festival and really supporting us in meaningful ways. Yeah. Anything else? I think maybe I can ask anyone. I think if anyone, I, yeah, maybe add, you can yeah, explain as well um, yeah. about the book cover. I think that's also an experience. I think for oh, yes, us because it was. Maybe um, you should explain. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we went through very difficult time in deciding. I was talking to Diana just now, so she she mentioned that it's a you know eye catching lah, right? Um, but I mean. Pauline and I, I, we talk about, we rarely talk about book cover in literary festival, I think, right? I mean, the art of book cover. So, I mean, if you ask me, that's, that's one thing that I learned from doing this book as well, thinking specifically uh, or deeply about, about cover. So I told them, I kind of like negotiated with them, we can't proceed with, with this cover yet. So I'm not kind of like happy, I mean, with the previous uh, with the the earlier edition edi versions, right? So yeah, everyone's agreed with this um, green, yellow wish a bit like that. Yeah, uh, maybe you can explain. Actually, that yeah. took a yeah. That was a little bit sake happier, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and putting the book cover because it just took so many. Somehow, I think we all didn't know exactly what we wanted, but we just knew what we didn't want. So every time we looked at something, it just didn't seem to capture what we wanted. And so we went through many, 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 many processes of looking at trying to figure out a book cover. But yeah. yeah. Oh, kenapa hijau dan bukan sama tema dengan tahun ni? Biru kuning sebab kita ikut tema tahun lepas sebenarnya. Yes, sebab 10 tahun tu is tahun 2020, bukan 2021. So sebab itu dia hijau. Last year punya tema for GTLF is green. So that's, that's why. Yes, that is true. The colours of the, the book, it actually is the colours of, similar to the colours of our theme last year, which was through the looking glass, and because it, of course it is actually to commemorate last year's 10th anniversary. So, yeah. But yes, I maybe we can open up to the floor. If anybody wants to ask questions or comments, or of course, probably you haven't had a chance to read the book, but if you're curious to know anything about the book, please do ask to any of us. Sorry, just curious. Um, was there any criteria that you guys had for selecting this, the the submissions here? Was that is that like a thread that ties the submissions together? So it actually wasn't uh, submissions in the sense of an open call. What we did do was that there were certain pieces that we did want to highlight. Um, for example, the three major lectures from two thousand nineteen, which we did want to publish. So we, I think, we started with that. There's a few. There's a few things that we had. And then we decided that actually a lot of it should be new works. And we all kind of just put down a kind of a wish list of who we think might be suitable. Um, and then we went about contacting them. And then some of them said yes. Some of them just said, no, I can't write at the moment. Or I'm just, you know, uh, don't have any material to give you. But yeah, it kind of went like that. So it wasn't, um, it wasn't an open call. We actually kind of uh, commissioned people and, and sought their, their contributions. Yeah. Think untuk bahasa Melayu punya kita 
saya dengan Nin basically bermula dengan kerangka yang kita dah tahu apa yang kita nak daripada setiap penulis tu. Basically we curated it beforehand. Dan bila kita sembang, kita brief dia the, the the framework of the writing yang kita nak. So that for us make things much easier for us sebab kita dari awal kita dah tahu apa yang kita nak. Contoh Ernie tadi, contoh ada semualah. Tapi semua saya rasa yang kita kendalikan tu kita ada benda atau sudut pandang, kerangka lah basically kerangka apa yang kita nak daripada penulis tu lah. So I think also the other thing that we took into consideration was to try to have um, a bit of a balance on the, of the genres also. So one of, of course is the language, there's also the translated and not translated, there's the new and the already delivered, no maybe not published, but you know delivered lectures or something like that. But there's also um, how much fiction should we have, how much poetry, how much non-fiction, how many essays, how many everything in between kind of journalistic um, work. So we've tried to have a little bit of, of all of that. So we have like fiction, we have uh, Mama Regina, we have Fami, an excerpt of Fami's uh, upcoming novel, which is also very exciting to include. Um, but we have, so there's some specific things. And then for the poetry, some of it is, is original poetry, some of it's in translation. So we kind of sort out um, a balance of those things as well. We have, um, if there's no questions at the moment, we actually have a we're going to actually launch the and celebrate the content and the writers um, and the journal. We have some guests and some of us are going to read a few poems and also um, translations just to, to give you a sense of actually what's in the journal as well. So perhaps I can... Oh, oh Adila has a question. Adila? Kita nak buat. Kita sebab... Sebab... Buat one-off satu-satu ni macam okay to start with tapi kita rasa dalam perancangan, dalam I mean personally saya sendiri kalau boleh kita sustain every year lah sebab hanya itu yang akan bagi mileage yang lagi lagi best, lagi banyak. I definitely, for Hafiz, absolutely there should be a second, third, fourth, fifth edition. It should be, for me too, I feel that it should be a continued tradition. I think it's really rare for a literary festival to publish a book, um, especially if it's an ongoing kind of uh, anthology or a kind of journal of some kind. And I think like a festival, it is one of those places that you can sustain an ongoing um, ecosystem of some kind, you know? And it's, it's important, I think, for the region, for Penang, for Malaysia, and also for the rest of the world to, to have a space like this. So if we can continue it, I would absolutely love to. Din, Badru? I think it's up to our, you know, up to Swanai again, or up to our sponsors as well. I think, yeah. I mean, I'm happy to do that again. Yeah, yeah. We might make changes in terms of the editorial uh, formation, how it's done. Maybe we don't need four editors. <laughs> Maybe we can just have one or two. But I think it would definitely be something. But yes, Swana, um, take note. <laughs> we are hoping that we. <laughs> that we can do it um, in the years to come as well. Uh -huh. I mean, if you don't, we can get it today, of course. You can pick up your copy today. But later on, by, um, you can get a copy at Chintabudi from the 1st December onwards. Um, I believe they will also be carried by Kino Kunia at some point. I'm not sure when, but soon. Yeah, so these are definitely two places you can get. And also you can write to the Georgetown Literary Festival if you, if you would like more copies as well. Yes. So perhaps we can start the reading now. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Good. So I would like to invite um, I would like to invite Amin Kamrani to read both his translation and also the original um, of Masuma 
Tabakoli's poem. Um, just wanted to thank also uh, Pauline and uh, everyone to include uh, Masume in this uh, uh, publication um, as an Afghan um, a woman living in Malaysia. Uh, I think um, one thing about uh, immigrants and refugees in Malaysia is that uh, they also contribute to the literary world of uh, Malaysia, uh, to, to the art uh, of Malaysia. And uh, I think it's a great gesture. Uh, um, sadly, she's not here, um, but um, um, I, I'll be uh, reading uh, her poem in Persian first, and uh, then the translation in English. بی سرزمین چون باد آوارهای اندوه را از سر و رو تکاندیم و خانه را ترک کردیم و همسفر باد شدیم مقصد ما رهایی و جاری شدن است و در نهایت رسیدن باید از دشت های خونا به شقایق گذشت باید از شور زارهای بیم و امید گذشت باید از کویرهای مملو از سراب گذشت باید از آبهای گندیده در مرداب گذشت گذشتیم و گذشتیم و گذشتیم و در سهرگاهی در نیلبک عاشق آواره بیخانه دمیدیم مقصد ما فتح دلهای مهبانان است مقصد ما جاری شدن عاطفه در حوز چه ما هست مقصد ما رهایی قاصدک از پنجه آه است مقصد ما محو شده در صورت نورانی خاک است then the translation landless like the wind from our faces we wipe the debris of grief left home and became the fellow traveler of the wind our destination is salvation and flowing, and in the end, reaching. We shall pass by the plains of blood tears from poppy flowers. We shall pass by pens of fear and hope. We shall pass by deserts full of mirages. We shall pass by the rotten water of the swamps. We passed and passed and passed, and at dawn we blew in the neigh of a displaced lover. Our destiny is to conquer the hearts of the gracious people. Our destiny is to flow affections to the pound of the moon. Our destiny is salvation of dandelion from the hands of sighs. Our destiny is fading in the lightened face of soil. Thank you. Thank you, Amin. Amin is a, not just a translator, but also a wonderful photographer. Um, and he's been working on very many projects, um, including many that highlight actually the life and, uh, and the art of refugees in Malaysia. Thank you, Amin. I would like now to invite Mustakim and also Fami to help to read um, 
the English, trans the English version of um, Nikola Mazirov's poem, and Musake will read his Malay translation. I think Fami should go first to give a sense of the original. Hello, good afternoon. Uh, good evening. My name is Fami. So, uh, thank you, Morwa and GTLF. Uh, me and Mustakin, we read I Don't Know by Nikolai. And I, I like this because actually I don't know most of the things that happen. So, uh, this is I Don't Know, Nikolai. Distant are all the houses I am dreaming of. Distant is the voice of my mother calling me for dinner, but I run towards the fields of wheat. We are distant like a ball that misses the goal and goes towards the sky. We are alive, like a thermometer that is precise only when we look at it. The distant reality every day questions me like an unknown traveler who wakes me up in the middle of the journey saying, uh, is this the right bus? And I answer, yes, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the cities of your grandparents who want to leave behind all discovered diseases and cures made of passions. Uh, I dream. I dream of a house on a hill of our longings to watch how the waves of the sea draw the cardiogram of our falls and loves how people believe so as not to sink and step so as not to be forgotten. Distance are all the huts where we hide from the storm and from the pain of those dying in front of the eyes of the hunter who were more lonely than hungry. Thank you. And this is the Malay translations of the I don't know. I should have stopped at Fahmi. I won't be able to be as good as him. Uh, so this is in Malay. The title is Tak Kutahu. Sayup adalah semua rumah yang aku mimpikan. Sayup ialah suara bondaku mengajak makan malam sedang aku berlari ke ladang gandum. Sayup kita seperti bola menjauhi palang, meluncur ke angkasa. Kita merasa hidup seperti jangka suhu yang hanya tepat kalau kita membacanya. Sayup realiti tiap hari bertanya kepadaku, seperti pengembara asing yang mengejutkanku di kembara. Apa ini bas yang betul? Tanya dia. Ya, jawabku. Namun maksudku, entah aku tak tahu. Aku tak mengenal kota nendamu yang mahu meninggalkan segala penyakit dan penawar-penawar yang terbuat dari sabar. Aku bermimpi sebuah rumah di atas bukit kerinduan kita. Memerhati lagak gulung gombak laut, kardiogram kejatuhan dan cinta kita. Memerhati bagaimana orang percaya agar tak tenggelam. Melangkah agar tak dilupa. Sayup adalah semua tem semua dangau tempat kita berlindung dari ribut dan dari perih si rusa yang sedang mati di depan mata para pemburu. Mereka yang lebih sunyi dari lapar. 
Detik yang sayup tiap hari bertanyakanku Inikah tingkapnya? Inikah kehidupan? Lalu ku jawab Ya Namun maksudku entah Aku tak tahu Kalau burung kan mula berbicara Tanpa menyebut perang Terima kasih That was uh, the original poem is actually in Macedonian by Nikola Madzirov. So uh, Fami was reading an English translation of that and read the Malay. Thank you so much, Fami and, and Mustakib. Um, I would now like to invite Miriam from the Goethe Institute to help me read a poem by Georg Trakel. Uh, Miriam will read the German and I will read my translation in English. Hello and good evening. Um, yeah, congratulations to this uh, publication. We are very happy to be on board and Trima uh, Kastibanyak for including three poets here from Georg Trackel in the German language, which you're going to hear now. Ruhe und Schweigen. Hirten begruben die Sonne im kahlen Wald. Ein Fischer zog in herrenem Netz den Mond aus frierendem Weiher. In blauem Kristall wohnt der bleiche Mensch, die Wang an seine Sterne gelehnt. Oder er neigt das Haupt in purpurnem Schlaf. Doch immer rührt der schwarze Flug der Vögel, den Schauenden, das heilige blaue Blumen. Denkt die nahe Stille vergessens, erloschene Engel. Wieder nachtet die Stirne in mondenem Gestein. Ein strahlender Jüngling erscheint die Schwester in Herbst und schwarzer Verwesung. Thank you. Vielen Dank, Miriam. Rest and silence. Rest, sorry, rest and silence. Rest and silence. Shepherds buried the sun in the barren forest. A fisherman hauled the moon from an icy pond in a net of hair. In blue crystal dwells the pale man, cheeks leaning against his stars, or he bows his head in crimson slumber. Yet always the black flight of birds rouses the one who watches, the holiness of blue flowers, the near silence of what is forgotten, extinguished angels. Again, the brow turns night in lunar stone, a radiant youth, the sister appears in autumn and black decay. Thank you. And finally, I would like to invite Hafiz to read his poem, and Derek will read the English translation by Tira Muhammad. Hafiz, Hafiz to read, yes. Ai uh, Palang N Moga bukan engkau yang akan membaca baris-baris ini Sebuah pengakuan terpendam yang tak ingin diucapkan Meluluh dari dalam sejak suaramu singgah di telinga Aku tak pernah membayangkan akan terpukul sebegini teruk oleh ketidakpedulianmu Menginginkanmu seperti kemilau dari masa lalu yang tak sempat hadir menunjukkan dirinya 
Alis tipis meliuk Bibir senyuman janggal Parut bekas dosa lama Malam ketika darah naik ke kepala dan melemaskan Ngerimu tumpah pada senyuman Aku memohon keampunan terlebih dahulu untuk kesilapan yang bakal terjadi Dua kali bulan mengambang hingga ke pagi Nafas tersekat Telujuk runcingmu menikah muka Jika itu hukuman Aku merelakan rasuk penderu Rindu yang cemburu Aku bukan tak berani merangkulmu Ini rasa pekat penakluk ganas bersiap membadai dan melanggar Malangnya aku belum mahu bermain api Walau mata jalangmu telah menjilat dan melecurkan belakang tubuhku Jangan hampiri kalau takut ditelan kegelapan Kerana aku bukan cahayamu Suara protes dari hujung talian Izinkan aku menyedut seluruh jiwa raga Menghisapmu sampai kering kontang menggeletar Aku tuliskan ini untuk memadam nama Wajah dan lembut jemarimu dari ingatan Selamat bersemadi di kalbu yang lain Tetapi sial, aku gagal Thank you for having me so, I slash N by Hafiz Hamza Translated from Malay by Thira Muhammad May you not be the one reading these lines, a buried confession I do not wish to utter, from within shattered since the moment your voice landed on my ears. I have never dreamed your indifference would strike me thus unrelenting. I yearn for you as a luster of a past that disappeared before its arrival. Brows thin, curving, lips awkward, smiling, scars, etchings, marking past sins. At night, when blood surges to the head and drowns me, your haunting overflows into a smile. I seek forgiveness firsthand for failures yet to come. Twice, the moon waxes until dawn suffocates breath while your pointed finger pierces my face. If that is punishment, I welcome the flurry of your possession and envious longing. I do not lack courage to seize you. This feeling is a thick, fierce conqueror, ready to storm and invade. Alas, I do not wish to play with fire just yet, though your roving eyes have lapped and scorched my back. Do not approach if you fear darkness consuming, for I am not your light. A voice protests at the end of the line. Permit me to draw the entirety of my being, draining you barren, quaking. I write this to banish your name, your face, and your tender fingers from memory. Rest well elsewhere in another heart. But damn it, I have failed. Thank you, Derek, for reading that. Um, I think that's we've come to the end. I think that was a wonderful way to close. If anyone has any final questions, please ask now. Okay, I think we will close on that note and we will actually not close but say this is the, hopefully the beginning of a new tradition at the George Chandlery Festival. Um, we're really happy that all of you could join us here today for the launch of Moira, which I suppose we will just officially launch ourselves, right? Which is okay. We now announce Moira officially launched. <laughs> Thank you.